Hello and welcome to Money Life. This is Sucheta Dilal. This time we are revisiting the big defaulters. In fact, I don't know if many of you know, but in 2013, one of the biggest defaults that actually shocked the whole banking world and investment community was a company called Winsum Diamonds. And when it was discovered, when scam hit the scene, it was also discovered that Jatin Mehta. the founder chairman and his entire family wife sonia and two sons had already left india and vanished with believe it or not 6800 crore of bandits now that was considered a big number after that you've seen vijay malya you've seen what happened to sr steel and others larger but this was one of the big ones where it made news because he ran away it was one of the first to run away actually not one of the first there were some who ran away in the 80s but our bankers are so careless that this man was allowed to run away he hasn't come back to india now has the government chased him to get the money back the way they did with vijay malya you know we haven't heard anything in fact in 2019 i had a video blog and a column where i said government is not doing enough to bring back people like jatin mehta now on 22nd november an order of the a uk court has revealed all kinds of information that was not known to any of us in india so this is the story of what is happening about how the government is doing so little and frankly if it wasn't for the uk court and if it wasn't for the fact that standard chartered bank uk and standard chartered bank india i'm going to call them scb or standchart if they hadn't filed a case in uk after doing a lot of homework commissioning a lot of reports you know getting a whole bunch of agencies into the picture to trace the flow of funds this thing would have vanished as one of those bad debts that are written off and written off by us because the government is making good the losses of banks by paying from the exchequer now let's go back to the story a little i told you when some diamonds founder jatin mehta founder chairman wife sonia two sons vipul and suraj vanished from india bad debt 6800 crore suraj diamonds was the name of winsum diamonds before it became winsum and believe me i don't think anybody is finding it winsum we are going to talk about the half hearted investigation by agencies all coming through a 22nd november order of justice edwin johnson of the England and Wales High Court Chancery Division this is what he said in a nutshell putting it out here for you to see in quotes i am satisfied that there is a good arguable case that the alleged fraud by which i mean a major international fraud took place indeed he said based on evidence that there was strong evidence of a major international fraud those who want to read it can look at this link and go and read a 403 page detailed order and believe me this is not a judgment this is just to say whether there's the likelihood of a fraud because a little earlier a uk court had said you know all a world freezing order was issued world freezing order and a huge bunch of assets and the passports of all these four family members had to be submitted to the court this was a proceeding to have them released so the court has said no there is a possibility we are not going to listen i'm going to show that to you in a bit but the real hearing will start in december the case filed by standard chartered accused or alleged a 1 billion dollar fraud that took place around 
So money was advanced to the Winsome Group, which was, again, this is what the order says, misappropriated, laundered and concealed through multiple layers of corporate entities, with a vast majority of the proceeds said to have ended up in entities owned and slash controlled by the Meta family in different parts of the world, including the UAE. Now, here's how it played out. Around 2008, several Indian banks, turns out 14 of them, led by Standard Chartered, provided gold, bullion, to Winsome Diamonds and Jewelry. They had a sister concern, Forever Precious. What an irony. They were given a 270-day credit. In 2009, banks also lent working capital. If you look at the annual report, which is still on the website, this company was winning every award there is, and we know how easy it is to get awards in India. By 2013, not very long after, both companies began to default. Now, that year, 2013 itself, Central Bank of India, which was one of the lenders, had said in its audit report, and I've done a whole column on this, that Jatin Mehta and family have relocated abroad and he was not returning lenders' calls. In fact, Media reports had even said the group had done something strange. They had removed hard disks from their computers by pretending there was a tax, tax rate on the company, obviously so that employees don't know what is happening and why hurriedly hard disks are being removed, obviously to wipe out evidence of the laundering operation. It's only after 2013, like I said, that the scam burst into the public domain. Reserve Bank of India, as always, woke up late, began an investigation, Various investigative agencies got in since bankers have had lent, the Central Vigilance Commission was in the act and 2014 it made a reference to the Central Bureau of Investigation. So the CBI began an investigation, the Enforcement Directorate began an investigation. You see them in the news every day. But look at what happened to this scam. 2013, the Jatin Mehta family has vanished. 2014, there is a reference to CBI. The scam and cases were registered for the first time only in 2017 for a part of the issue okay, by the CBI. In just four years after that, in 2021, a closure report was filed without making much headway. But I'm going to come to that a little later. Let's first look at this world freezing order and what it is. I told you already that there was an order in May 2022 freeze, with a world freezing order. What was the size of the assets? In pound sterling, it was 743 million plus a little more. This belonged to the Meta family. So while banks have lost money, the losses are made good by the Indian exchequer and the Indian people, the Meta family had this huge amount of money, which is impounded now in 2022 by the world freezing order. Their passports also were impounded. Now, they wanted this order uh, lifted. They put up a strong defense. They said what happened in the UAE, but $1 billion and a near total default is what the court noted based on documents submitted by Stan Chart. Now, what's the story that the Mehta said? Mehta said that Winsome Diamonds was exporting jewelry to UAE, United Arab Emirates, where they had a distributor. This distributor is named as the fifth defendant. He apparently sold jewelry to his customers and the money that he got, he completely lost it in commodity transactions. Now, where did it go? Which commodity transactions? How did the money flow? This is all the background work that Stanchart has done through various agencies before coming to court. 
The court, after listening to all this, says this explanation takes some swallowing. It also says it's extraordinary that a loss of this scale could occur in this way. The distributor, like I said, his name is Haitham Salman Ali Abu Obida. He is the fifth defendant, supposed to have been a close associate of Jatin Mehta, and believe it or not, nothing has happened in this court case against him because even the creditors can't locate him. Like I said, detailed 403-page order in which this is what the court finally said. Overall outcome, three defendants wanted to be discharged from the world freezing order. It's not being allowed. Passport surrender, they wanted it lifted. It's not being allowed. And the parties are going to be heard on various matters. Now let's come to the main facts. I cannot go into the hundreds of pages of specific details, all the companies that were supposed to get money, layers of entities, they have named names like Al Noura, Marengo, Oriental Expression and scores of others. They've talked about how it was rooted. Obviously, you're not going to want to listen to this. Those of you who are interested, here's a link to the order. You can take a look over there. There are multiple reports, like I said, which have gone into great detail studied by the court. The UK court, for instance, notes what the Indian regulators have done, what Indian bankers have done, because the Metas were using all this and presenting it in court in their defense. So their defense was, hey, look, the Indian regulators haven't done anything much to us. So the ED had sought confiscation of the Meta property in July 2019. The court points out the outcome of that is unknown and there's no evidence of any judgment or order made on the application. That means it was non-serious. You just compare the difference with Vijay Malia and you know what I'm talking about. I had at that time documented, like I said, all of this. So nothing moves the government. 2019 to 21, in fact, a closure report is filed. What were the absconding methods doing? They were sitting in London. Their website was active. Their blogs were active. In fact, I'm giving you the link to Jatin Mehta's blog. It's still up there. He hasn't updated it since 2016. He had a LinkedIn account which was updated. All of these said that he was in London. And they had in fact gone and registered a company called Diamond Distribution Company at Bell Street in London in 2016. And they also posted how they're getting out of it. They had won some orders in the UAE court. Those went into appeal, they won that again. So the story that was being spread, and I was getting these rumors, is that they're going to be out of it, clean and dry, and poor chaps have been cheated. Luckily, the UK court did not accept any of these. They said the UK cases did not go into the issues that Standard Chartered has brought up in this one billion fraud allegation. Meanwhile, it's discovered that the Mehtas were not in London. They were not UK citizens. They had in fact gone and relinquished the citizenship of India, which surely somebody in India ought to know, the passport office and others, because there will be some records of the relinquishing of Indian citizenship, because these were rich guys in India. Remember, they would have had some assets, some homes. All of it can't vanish. They had become citizens of St. Kitts and Nevis, because that's a tax haven and there must be some extradition rules. But you know how this was discovered? The court order again says the new address was 
found by an unsolicited email sent by a journalist which provided the names of a number of UK registered companies said to be connected with the Mehta family. We in India weren't working hard, we don't know. Now let's come to the CBI closure report. Right until 2020, there was an article in the Economic Times saying, oh, okay, we didn't get a red corner notice that we wanted, but now we'll try a blue corner. We are working very hard at tracking the methods. 2020. 2021, March, CBI takes five years many times to file a charge sheet. Here they have filed a lengthy closure report. Why the hurry to close the case? We don't know. But CBI officials are usually careful. So the report gave no clean shit. It in fact equivocated. And while the Mehta's tried to say CBI has closed it, court went into details and in fact went into specific paras on what was said. And here's what it says, worth listening. The court observed from the CBI report that it contains nothing which is finally conclusive one way or another. On the contrary, it highlighted some damning paragraphs in italics and underlined. And I'm putting it up for you. For instance, it says, the CBI says, investigation revealed that all the exports were made to related parties based in UAE. Statements of witnesses recorded in the group cases revealed that all the control of the UAE buyers was in the hands of Sri Jatinar Mehta and Srimati Sonia J. Mehta, who is his wife. The entire functioning of 13 defaulting companies was handled by the employees of Sonia J. Mehta, who was the owner of this company called Oriental Expressions DMCC, Noble Jewelry LLC and Oriental Jewelry LLC. There is another quote that this UK order talks about. It says, it also noted, the CBI noted how employees received purchase orders from exporters on Skype calls. No details. You're buying gold, jewelry, you would want the design, weight. Weight is all important because it's expensive and product specification. Nothing like this. Orders were on Skype. And instead, after, in the commas again, after processing the gold, the manufacturing heads of the units at Chennai and Cochin used to inform the employees of the Vincent Group that the consignment was ready. And this gives rise to suspicion that there was some hanky-panky going on in these two companies. Yet the CBI closed the report. They didn't make any headway. Wonder why. Another factoid that emerges from the CBI report is that 16 complaints were registered against the Winsome Group. So I talked about six earlier, finally 16, of which only one resulted in any charges being issued against them. Why the benevolence? Given that CBI criminal proceedings were unresolved but closed, the court refused to pay much reliance on them. The UK court. All this was brought to the court and submitted by the Metas themselves. Then they also said, Indian lenders don't want to pursue this. Why is Standard Chartered going after us? 14 Indian banks were part of the consortium. They did not want to participate in the international litigation. They did not want to spend money on it. I think in a way that is prudent. They this also did not help their case because the judge said it doesn't prove anything. Indian lenders had filed civil proceedings, they're supposed to be filing more civil proceedings. And even if they didn't get anything back, they said some approximate amount has been recovered of 15 million, which is trivial compared to the size of the fraud, alleged fraud. And the judge said whatever is happening in India is considerably more opaque and didn't want to give any credence to it. In closing, 
there's one more quote from the UK order that is really very important. The court says, it is a notable feature of this hearing that direct evidence from the respondents is very limited. There is ample evidence from their solicitors, but very little from the respondents themselves. Respondents being Chatan Mehta and family. It says they offered no direct evidence which provides plausible explanation of how the movement of funds to UAE and to companies in which they were directors and associated from there on was legitimate because there were layers of companies and the whole Mehta family, the wife, the sons were connected in one way or the other to many of them. Many of these companies were set up after the transaction was over, they were liquidated. So there were attempts to close those companies that were set up and liquidated, but investigators have found links and directorships all through. So here's my thought. If the UK court says there is a good arguable case and strong evidence of a huge international fraud, why are Indian investigators and lenders wanting to close the case and are in no hurry to bring back either Jatin Mehta and his family or the 6,000 crore plus that is owed by them to Indian banks. This is public money. If you agree, share this and subscribe to our channel. Thank you.